By now, you guys have heard about Jesse Smollett, the Empire actor, and what seems to be a big grand hoax. We're going to get into that. We're going to give our take, which is a little bit different than all of the perspectives you've been hearing all over the place. So it's going to be good. It's going to be worth your time because I'm sure you guys have heard about this quite a bit. We're going to give our take on what's going on with the declared national emergency and the president's wall and everything that everybody is saying about that. And then we're going to get into a little bit of a back and forth that my co-host and I were having before the show started in terms of what Democrats can do to possibly beat Donald Trump in 2020. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us, Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. And if you want to listen to some really good hip-hop music, stream us on all major streaming music platforms, and that's Audio Apes. Oh, what, do, what, what do you want to get into first? Want to take do this Jesse Smollett thing? Because it's, it's, yeah. it, it's kind of old, but it's not. Because like, it's just been in these last few days that it's been all but certain that this is a hoax. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't admitted it, but it seems like with everything that that's been gathered, that it's a hoax. It was orchestrated. It was staged. Yep. The two Nigerian brothers were in on it. Yeah. So, like a quick a quick little timeline for those who may not know what has happened. Empire star Jesse Smollett. Some weeks ago, he said that he was attacked and that it was uh, an attack perpetrated by Trump supporters in MAGA hats. That it that was racist and homophobic in nature, a hate crime. Everybody supported him. He had every the support of everybody. Matter of fact, he even had the support of the president. The president even tweeted about it. Yeah, saying, "Oh, this is horrible." Yada yada yada. As time started passing, more and more people were skeptical about it. A whole bunch of internet sleuths were very skeptical about it, and um, few wise. Uh, internet personalities were skeptical about it. As the police started investigating, it was discovered that Jesse Smollett's story was less and less credible. And now that they actually have two suspects, well, what were suspects but are now weren't were charged, now it seems like a source sources are telling media outlets that these two suspects were actually paid to perpetrate the attack by Jesse Smollett. Yes, and there's even a figure out there floating around, which is what thirty five hundred, right, for them to to be in on it. And in this time frame, Justin Smollett was on Good Morning America. He did the whole song and dance. That he he it what hurts is not so much the physical attacks, but the attacks from people that are discrediting him and saying that he's lying. Also, he was on stage somewhere saying that he's the gay Tupac. Did you see that? The or did you see or hear about that? No. No, you didn't see that? He was I don't know where he was, but this was after the attack and he was on stage saying that he was the gay Tupac. Oh wow. I, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a video floating around about it. Um 
<laughs> I guess I guess the question why? <laughs> why? Why why does why would somebody do this? Because there's a, a lot of whys, but let's just start with why somebody would do this. Well, I've I've long thought that like in Hollywood in general, um, there's certain things that happen with artists, like you know, like that it's pretty much quote unquote fake news. So they create they stir up a controversy, they stir up something that happened, it brings the eyes into whatever it is that they're they're going to be releasing soon and 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 it happens and and i've even heard that from from multiple people in hollywood like if, if you go on youtube like people that have been interviewed like let's say a justin timberlake is all right cool so we're gonna have you dating you know um freaking i don't know britney spears i know they dated but let's just say they didn't on the tabloids we're gonna say that you guys are getting hot and steamy and that's gonna be very juicy very juicy story for for all the people that are fans for both of you guys and you guys could start releasing your stuff that is that is something that you could kind of tell is common practice yeah for certain things so so i i would assume that his agent was like hey this is a perfect time to stir up the pot and, and there was also rumors that he was getting written off of the show we don't know but there's rumors so okay how do so, you get your so the agent is like this is a perfect you got some stuff coming out yeah. a project we got this is a perfect time to stir up the pot let's break the law <laughs> right, let's break, <laughs> it's time to break the law so it's like you know let, let's let's create a controversial situation and uh yeah and then that your stock is back up and and as the future is looking bright, and I would assume that that like for the first couple of days since the media, and so many people, there's even politicians that like you said politicians, even politicians, celebrities, yeah, celebrities. I mean, people. Uh, I saw the Trump one, and it was funny because a lot of people were even like, kind of, oh, well, it's because of you enabling all your followers to do this stuff. So it's like you're you're stirring up the pot, you're stirring up like the the, yeah. the emotional aspect of this whole situation. I would assume that that that's what the the case was. I would I would have probably <laughs> been like, well, that's probably not a good idea because where America is right now, this is probably not the a, a good thing to you know make money off of, you know, or, or or take advantage of. You could say something else, you know, maybe at least if it's going to be kind of a hoax, something that you believe in, that's true, you know. Yeah. So so I think that's that was the reasoning behind it. But then I, I remember first listening about like about the the whole story. So, you know, it was the the summary was Justice Smollett from Empire gets beat up by MAGA, by, by, by two white men uh, who pour bleach on him. He had a rope around his neck. And as, as the white men were leaving, they said, this is MAGA country. So off the bat, my whole thing was, mm, that sounds very suspect. <laughs> that, that was that was my feeling. Of course, I wasn't willing to uh to say that 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 it was a lie because i don't know but just off the bat like okay i'm we both obviously live in chicago so during the time that it happened it was in the middle of the polar vortex destroying our all our lives (laughs) (laughs) so i mean if you guys aren't in chicago and you're like in like a southern state or anywhere but chicago because the polar vortex hit here so bad that it felt like negative what 70 something so Uh, yeah yeah it was like i don't think that low but with with the wind chill yeah (laughs) i think it was like negative 60 negative 50 something Yeah, it was. It, it felt like negative a million to me because I hate the cold. 
So it was it was really cold, even for Chicago standards. And Chicago is a very cold place. We have pretty rough winters for the most part. But basically, it's super cold. It's like, what, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. You're at Subway, and two white men, and some reports floated were floating that they had MAGA hats. He said that there was no MAGA hats, whatever. But at the time, it was the story that said that there was two MAGA hat-wearing white dudes, right? Two white dudes were like, oh, hey, look, there's Justin Smollett from Empire. <laughs> Let's go out there and confront this polar vortex in order to get to him and beat him up and let him know that is MAGA. MAGA life, my son. <laughs> like, because at that point, it's like two white men that know who Justin Smollett is yeah. from Empire. And I think to add a little bit of context to what you're saying, yeah. that's not happening in Chicago just because everybody here is so fucking anti-Trump. I mean, we're from Chicago yeah. From you know, for anybody who's listening that doesn't know that yet. From Chicago, from the South Side, but we're all over the city, born and raised. And well, to be honest with you, other than myself, I'm probably like other than myself, I think maybe I've seen like maybe in the whole time that Trump has been a candidate to president, maybe two other MAGA hats. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. You're not gonna see that here. You're just no. not gonna see it. It's not gonna happen. I mean, n- no. Just no, I that that's it. And believe and believe me when I tell you, yeah. in the times that I've worn my MAGA hat, the last thing that I'm trying to do is attack somebody. <laughs> I'm on my best behavior because yeah. I, I already know. We literally have to hire twenty bodyguards, like, right, <laughs> to just walk. Let's go to B Dubs <laughs> within within ten feet of us in like regular people clothes so you know not to alarm people but yeah this is we go amazing lengths to keep safe in chicago when the maga hat is on his head absolutely and it's worth every penny (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean it's just not if anything yeah like if you wear a make america great again hat in chicago you're worried for your safety that's basically how that's basically that how you is, feel. That is the best way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's one hundred percent true. And let's say you're even like you're like all right. I'm 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 not scared, but at least you're weary. You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. You're I'm like, not. It, it's not to the point where I won't wear it. Yeah. But it is to the point where, like, I am like uh, aware of a your tad surroundings. bit more mindful of my surroundings. I'm always aware of my surroundings, but it's a little bit heightened. Yeah. And and uh, which which goes to show. So that that's just not. This is not no. So again, that was that was my thoughts on it. So instead of me like go on Twitter and be like, "This is a fucking hoax and this is terrible, fuck, dude," and you know, like how people get emotional, whether it's left or right, I just sat there and I was like, you know what? Let let it unfold. Let it unfold. To be honest with you, I heard bits and pieces about the whole debacle, but it really didn't gather my attention. Yeah. Like, I. It, it was one of those things where it's like I don't watch Empire. I mean, that's the, the 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 show that he's he he's a star on. I don't know how big of a role he even has on that show because, like I said, I don't watch it. And again, part of me is let it unfold. So, and I'm not quick to jump into things that everybody is talking about. Like I, you let it unfold, you see what's going on, and it's just it it, it wasn't really gaining traction. Like I was more concerned about. As like everything was unfolding, was the government going to shut down? That was kind of like where my attention was when all of this happened. But it didn't really start getting 
like my attention until after it was pretty much damn near looking like it, this shit was made up. Yeah. But what I what and I asked you this before the show, and I think it's a pretty relevant question, because now that it's it's established that this is a hoax and 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 it was staged and everything, everybody, so many people are upset. Like there's community leaders speaking out about it. I saw a thing on World Star Cardi B this point speaking out about it. Like n- not necessarily against Jesse Smollett, but she's saying if it is indeed a hoax, it's fucked up because you had so many people on your side. And I and I've seen so many celebrity tweets in in support of him. Ellen Page was in support of him, like all this shit. At, and and he is totally one hundred percent culpable. And and he, but at what point do the people that were so supportive of this blame themselves for being so willing to speak out about something that like you don't know uh, you don't know about it's it's like it's the same shit with the me too it's the same exact mm-hmm. argument that i've always had with the me too movement you don't know what happened <laughs> you don't know what happened like when the fuck do we just go off of what somebody says you know what i'm saying you don't know what happened yeah because even if he was attacked by two maga hat wearing guys if obviously if it's unprovoked well then, yeah, it's fucked up. But what if what if later on you discover that like he was talking shit first, and then it be, you don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I didn't know the details, and I didn't really care enough to even look that deep into the details until it became a bigger story. I'm like, all right, what's to this? Because everybody's talking about it. What's going on? And then you you start seeing, and it was before, pretty much the Chicago police stated, yes, we want to talk to him because. This is not looking good. And then now, from what I understand, he lawyered up with a defense attorney. Yeah. So he he seems to be on the defense. And and uh, I guess ready for, for legal stuff, ready yeah. for, for legal action. Um, I think that's a good question that you asked. Like, like the fact, at what point do you... Because I think that that's the hardest thing to do as an individual is to put yourself like in other people's shoes and sometimes to really like sit down and like reflect on yourself like like really sit down because like you're so used to being you and having your views it's not necessarily the easiest thing to understand that like you're wrong because that's what they were they were wrong yeah for jumping into the situation and i think it, it it's 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 a good thing to always be reflective and, and and being so willing to associate what we now know is something false yes to the president and vice president like to to like connect them to it yeah like that's that's where it gets so ugly it's like okay first off we don't know like what what this is and even if it's real what part about it makes you think that like the president or vice president would support like yeah like what what is this and 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 it, it kind of um it kind of brings back and actually it's interesting because you and i meant to talk about this last week but we didn't get to the whole ellen page chris pratt thing oh yeah yep <laughs> but chris uh, ellen page before be, this was before she criticized chris pratt for his uh church supposedly being anti-lgbtq she was on um uh the late night with colbert and she was talking about I'm fired up. How could you not be fired up? Because the president and vice president 
uh, their, uh, some along the lines of their rhetoric is, is what makes people do this. And, and then like, they had a little picture of her and her wife. Like the vice president doesn't want me to have the love that I have with my wife. Uh, he believes in conversion therapy and uh, you know, the crowd they're into it. They're booing boo and all that stuff. You're on a soapbox talking all this craziness, all of it stemming from something that we now know is false. So at what point do you walk back any of what you said? Yeah. And also at what point do you realize that everyone is an individual? So like you're getting at Mike Pence, right? And I'm going to the Mike Pence thing. Mike Pence has his beliefs. He has the right to have his beliefs. And you have the right. So you're saying that he has his beliefs. He's wrong, but I have my beliefs and I'm right. How about you're both individuals and and, and live you your life? And do you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, there's a lot of people I think make wrong choices, but, I mean, at the same time, they live their life and they make their choices and they have to live with those choices and that's okay. I mean, that's we live in America. We can do this. We can do this, guys. It's not that hard. And, and, and that's what kills me is, like, because she's trying to get at it. You said Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt has his beliefs. That does not mean that he agrees with everything that Mike Pence agrees with, because right. uh, they even though they go to the same, uh, you know, they believe in the same God or go to the same church, they're well, still they don't go to the same church. Yeah, no, I'm just oh, like for the sake example, of an example. Yeah. yeah, it's like they're individuals. They 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 have their thoughts. I mean, I there's things I say. Oh man, Trump, he's amazing at this. I love what he's doing. And then in the same sense, I could be like, yeah, but he fucking sucked at this. That's a possible scenario. Yeah. Because we're all in agreement in America that it's okay to disagree. Like, if, if you're going by the law and, and, and by the, you know what I'm saying? Like, by the the fact that, that that we can live our life. So, so freedom of religion, freedom of speech, you know what I'm saying? Like, freedom of the press. It's okay. So, that's where it kills me. Is like, because you have a certain feeling of something, you want it to be true. But it's not true. And, and... And, 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 and even if it was, you should always give it. And, and I think I was listening to Ben Shapiro the other day and he was talking about how like, it's always, he's like, I've made her a good rule of thumb, which I feel that we practice this very well, uh, to let the first 48 hours pass to mm -hmm. get the whole story from all the sources and then have an opinion on something or be yeah. able to, to like a situation like the smaller thing is there's too many pieces missing. So 48 yeah. hours, let's see what, what unfolds and then we could talk about this. Well, and it's, I would say it's that very thing or at least in the same school of thought as that why so many people are gravitating to more like alternative media sources because the mainstream media is so quick to jump on, on things and then they're wrong. And we've seen that. A lot since Trump has become president, more than I think I've ever seen it in my life. Yep. Where, and big stories, a little story is whatever. But these big stories that are when when the truth comes out, it's actually the total opposite of what was originally reported. Yes, it's it's so bonkers. Like the Covington school kids, which we covered on the podcast, uh, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow about Trump's taxes. Yes, like it's like. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What do you And then yeah. and then what's so crazy is when is when the stuff comes out that's like very clear cut against whatever agenda they have. Yeah. 
it doesn't even get talked about like the like uh you pointed out the whole backing out of that uh that uh, nuclear arms treaty with yeah. Ru- the cold war treaty yes because it 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 clearly shows it clearly shows that that's that doesn't support their narrative that Trump is a Russian puppet or they don't talk about the Russians that died in the Syria bombings that cuz that doesn't go with their so it's either you're not reporting stuff yeah. but people are still finding out about these reports from alternative sources yeah. or when you do report something it turns out to be totally false you're not even retracting no what you're saying like how much how long do you think your credibility will last I, the dwindling credibility that you have yeah yeah exactly and and and, and i mean it, it begs a question that like okay we're in this situation now right as the media right mostly most media is liberal at what point do you self-reflect also right because as an individual you know like that let's say i'm an individual like i i just go to work come home and and, and i watch the news like i kind of i kind of could fuck up a little bit because that's not my profession but now we're talking about you are employed as a journalist you have a responsibility to the people you know like to to get it right yeah to get it right you you have a very big responsibility so at what point does the media since they're anti-trump for the most part sit back and ask themselves, am I hurting any chance of this guy losing in 2020? Am I hurting? Like, am I, because I I would assume that if you hate him this much, you probably would want to fall back and, and, and have a game plan, right? Like <laughs> as a, as a media outlet, right? Like if I, and, and, and I'm but, like, but the, I, I see where you're going with it, but I think the, the, the issue is this. There's one thing, like like kind of going taking like looking at like the alternative media sources, and we would be kind of considering that like we're kind of commentary, but also I know of people that like are they hear a lot of stories from us first before they hear from anywhere else, so it's kind of like you know our source of news. But guys like Ben Shapiro, Tim Pool, Louderworth Crowder, you know all these guys. There's also an aspect of, of, of being an entrepreneur in that too. Like when you're kind of representing yourself, you need to represent yourself in the your in the best possible way. Yeah. And that's why there's so many people that are like are, are involved in, in alternative media sources that are, are sort of as they call it, red pilled. Yeah. Very logical, look at the facts, break it down. Because Well actually because you just mentioned Tim Pool, which you put me on. Temple was one of those guys, wasn't he? What, what I forgot what a uh, company he was he was under. He was with Vice. Vice. Oh, he was with Vice. Yeah. Damn. So and, and 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 he was gone. Did he leave? He left. Yeah. So he left, and and then from from what I've gathered from some of his videos is like they're worried about the wrong thing. Yeah, and and he gathers his information from a lot of different sources. Yeah, a lot of different sources, and so that's my point. Though is like when you're representing yourself, you're gonna naturally do a better job versus like an anchor that's getting paid, that's pretty much getting all the info fed to them. It it is different. It, yeah, it is different. It is, and then also the Alex Jones, the, yeah. the Paul Joseph Watson, like all of all of that. It's different than what you're gonna get from a Don Lemon or you know. 
somebody on Fox. It, it's all kind of fed to them. And you know what? It kind of reminds me of, and this has nothing to do with the media, but but it, it there the situation is the same. And I'm not going to say too much because I know you're not caught up with True Detective. But there's a scene in which they're thinking of like, oh, we have to get this information that we have and go with them. Go with the, you know, the, the commissioner and, and tell them like this, they got it wrong or whatever. And they ask themselves like, well, he's not worried about that. That's not his main concern. His main concern is this looks good now. Mm-hmm. Political. Politi- yeah, politically motivated. And, and this is really not going to go anywhere. I think that being on a, on a, on a big news network, that sometimes could be the issue too. Is you, you you might be like, okay, well, this is how I. Well, no, no, no. Let's stay with the narrative. This is my boat. This is how we're gonna. This how this how this how I'm the captain of this ship. This is how it's gonna go. And I think that that's also a problem. And 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 you pretty much highlighted that as an individual, you have a little bit more control how you look. Yeah. Which means that you're gonna care a lot more. Right. And and you're gonna get your information from so many different sources that it becomes almost impossible for you to become either indoctrinated or institutionalized. Yeah. And still have your views, but at least yeah, be but, honest. But, it's, but you're honest about it, and it comes from like a, a genuine place inside of you versus something that's, that's more programmed. Because if you look at it, like you look at how many people in this country are college educated, and it's pretty well known that in like universities and places where in academia, uh, fucking... Thomas Sowell covers that shit beautifully. Yeah. It's it's left it's very left leaning shit. And you also notice that the more civilized you get, the more intelligent you get, the more older you get, all of this stuff that we're talking about, it becomes more important to you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like when you were younger, like video games and and movies and stuff that you know that's what you cared about, sports and all that. And as you get older, it doesn't mean that like that stuff is not important anymore, but now other stuff is just more important because if you have some logic, some sense, you see that that shit does really directly connect to like how you live your everyday life. And so these people are taught things in a certain way, and this is their only source of, of this information that without even realizing it, they're indoctrinated and institutionalized, and they sort of become perpetrators of of like the 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 mentality that things should be this way that things should be the way that they were taught for it to be and so because that's the only your 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 only way of ever knowing things or ever looking at things now imagine you have that mindset and you're stuck in a position where like you're working for somebody that also has that mindset that's all you're going to perpetrate versus if like you're with that shit but then you eventually have to step out of it and you sort of become, as they say, red pilled. And you're yeah. like, damn, that shit that was a whole world of fucking misinformation. Like, this is all wrong. Yeah. That's I think that's how you get to where we're to where we're at in the media. And that narrative, it, it gets pushed. And it, it's this there's this article that I saw earlier from um this periodical. I'm not familiar with it. It's called The Culture Chronicles, and it's called it's it's uh an uh section called insight and opinion and and they're briefly talking about the jesse smollett thing but the name of the article is why progressives need to perpetrate false racial narratives and they bring up the whole covington thing they bring up they bring up uh, the jesse smollett thing 
and essentially what the writer is saying in that article, which coincides with what we've said before, is it's like you need you you realize you're losing. You you're, you're realizing you're losing, and like there's not a lot of platform left, and there's not a lot of policy left. So you're starting you're starting to race bait. And there are still a lot of people out there that really do like fall into that shit, and it, it still gets them. Even though now that the rest, the Jesse Smollett thing is over, like it's it's people know about it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like you're pretty much describing, like if it was between two people at the point in which you're like losing the argument and you're walking away, it's like, well, fuck you, fuck you, yeah, fuck you, you're an asshole, you're an asshole. You yeah, leave. it's like you you. I'm you you revert to like name calling. Yeah. Racist. Yeah, you're, you're a fucking racist. racist bigot. Fuck you. I'm out. Exactly. I don't ever want to talk to you ever again. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what's what's happening. Yeah. And and that's essentially what the article is highlighting. Yeah. Is like you you're you you are sort of realizing that you're losing and so uh, all right, well, let's let's see how many people we can grab with this. It's just the only thing is it's so detrimental to their argument in their case when you when something like this is discovered that it's fake. Well, yeah. And, and, and now people start to wonder how much other stuff is fake. Like, when do you start to question? Damn, like maybe the the whole hands up, don't shoot thing wasn't wasn't quite how they said it. Yeah. Maybe this wasn't quite. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think a logical, intelligent person would do that if you yeah. weren't like already versed in that shit. Is like, when do you start asking yourself that question? Like, damn, you, yeah. that shit might have been wrong. That show, or, or at least not quite how they said it was. Even the the Covington boys thing, I was covering it with a relative, like, cause I I, I sent them a meme that I thought was funny, which showed the uh, Doctor Ford. It showed the Native American. That 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 attacked that, that attacked <laughs> that 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 was uh, part of the situation with the Covington boys. He didn't attack the boys, and then Justin Smollett, and they're all crying. And then I forgot what the meme said, but it was just it said, and the Oscar goes. Oh, to. Oh yeah, and the Oscar goes to, and then it, it showed them, and then and then my relative, the, the relative was like, oh yeah, that, yeah, that's funny. I said, but but the Native American one, I don't agree with that one. And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? He said, well, cause um. The kids were bothering him. I was like, no, that's not what happened. And I explained what the situation, which is the truth. Um, he walked up to them, played the drums. They were like, what the fuck? He walked up to the kid, beat the drum in front of the kid. Kid was like smirking, like, what the fuck? And that, that's what happened. And then she was like, oh, well, why well, didn't like, why would he have to have a, such a smug look? I was like, well, I don't know how you would even, that, that wouldn't even hold up in court a smug look. Like, I didn't interpret it as a smug look. I interpreted it as, why is this guy drumming a beat or, or a drum in my face? In my face. That's yeah. how I interpret it because that's exactly probably how I would react. I would actually probably push him a little away from me at first because, like, why are you this close to me? So, and and we've we've covered this, so I don't want to get too in detail of what I would have done or what the kid did. But basically, the rule of law doesn't doesn't. I mean, the, the Native American guy, he got a little too close to the kid, but he didn't do anything. The kid didn't do anything. Nothing happened. Mm -hmm. And the story was covered wrong. You know what I mean? So at what point at what point do we just look at the situation for what it was, move on, stop trying to create a narrative? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think that's what's hurting the left right now is because they're race baiting. They're looking for any little thing that they could just latch on to 
And what it's really doing is the the contrary, which is it's 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 letting Trump get ahead. Like if you really don't like Trump, right? And you don't want him to win in 2020, this is probably not the route that you go, which is the left is extreme right now. They're race baiting. It's identity politics. It's just not a winning formula. Biden would, I think, would do good. Thomas Sowell has this quote about racism that it pretty much sums up my thoughts exactly for anybody that has the argument. Well, okay, this was fake, but racism is still, you know, still does exist and all this stuff. This was his quote. Mind you, and I have to put preface this because Thomas Sowell is black and like that just goes to show you the the logic he's using. He's not using identity politics. Yeah. It's strict logic. Racism is not dead, but it is on life support. Kept alive by politicians, race hustlers, and people who get a sense of superiority by denouncing others as racist. 100% accurate. Yes, it yes. is not dead. It does still it's still it's still it does still exist and it's kept on life support by these people. These the media yeah. people, the Kamala Harris's, like all these people that have something to gain from it. And then the people that are racist that don't have something to gain from it. You know who they are? They're the fucking hicks in some shed in the south that are having sex with their cousin or something like who, who why would you care what they think anyway? Yeah. <laughs> because they're having sex with their sister. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Let like that's be. that's the only ones. Those are the only ones that are still like acting on this. And if there's which some so somebody might call like a closeted racist. Yeah. Why would you feel bad anyway? Because they're such a coward for not like expressing a racism. Because oh, we don't live in a time like if you yeah. really are what you are, like like. Only a coward would like closet it, yeah. Just because of the time. That's what. That's my point. Either way you go, it's a it's a losing situation. Yep. If you work, if let's say you have a coworker that's a racist, but they're not open about it, well, that's a coward. Or if oh well, there's racist downside. Yeah, but what are they on? They ain't on shit. Yeah. Or or and the only ones that are keeping this shit alive and and on and and life support is the media and the people that have something to gain from it. And in keeping it alive, what you're doing again is you you're just making your game plan a lot worse because there's no way with the success that Trump has had on the economy. Like when you're talking, when you're talking fiscally, GDP wise, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you're not really creating a platform for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and that's what I was going to say next about, about, about my point was like Biden to me, and I'm not talking about his policy or nothing. I'm just strictly talking about persona. I think Mm -hmm. would match up well with like a Trump because you can't come in there soft. You had to kind of. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, unless you want to be Jeb Bush. Nobody wants to be Jeb Bush. Don't be Jeb. Don't be Jeb. So I think Biden has a persona, and I think that if he came in, he would have to moderate. Everyone else is so far left, and I'm talking so far left, that they think that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal is a good thing. That's how extreme it got. Now, if... If you didn't listen to our past episodes, I would suggest you do and then do some research of your own with the Green New Deal. Basically something out of the Communist Manifesto. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if to keep it short, but you can always read it, get into detail, and, and, and obviously you should always be informed. But anyway, this is what they were on. 
you can't moderate if you're at that point. You, you can't moderate when when you're on some socialism, communistic identity, intersectionality type salesman pitch. You can't you can't go to because so what what's gonna happen if, if if Biden was to come in? Which I would put my dog like if if I had to pick on the left the persona again it would be him and then then like if you mixed and matched what you would have him say, it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because in the primaries, everyone knows that if you're left, you're going to go a little bit more left. If you're on the right, you're going to go a, a little bit more right because that's what primaries do. Like you have to kind of, you know, you know, at the end of the day, these politicians are salesmen, you know, like, so they're going to, they got to sell it all together mm-hmm. as a package. So there's no way right now, as it currently stands, there's no way in which I see like just the extremities of the left is just, it's just, you're really complicating it for yourself. Kamala Harris, have you seen her? Like, did you see the Breakfast Club interview? No, I, I saw I, I saw some clips here and there. Yeah, that Jesus I found like, like funny, yeah. like funny because how silly it was. But no, I didn't. I have no interest in really seeing that interview. She's the Black Hillary Clinton. She even has the fucking laugh. Did you have you heard her laugh? Like no. she laughs like nervously, like like the robotic, like yeah, like robotic, and then like the laugh is like kinda Elizabeth like, Warren's the same way. Just oh yeah, are you even real? Like are you even a human? <laughs> yeah, like like a Cory Booker dudes say, like, yeah, everyone should go vegan. That that's what you have to say about everything that's going on is everyone should go vegan because it's good to go vegan. Crazy. So, so right now it's looking bad for them, and and I guess my my question would be: Is the media helping or are they not? <laughs> that's well, a tough question. Helping who? Them. Them themselves? Yeah. Or their side? Yeah. I would say that they're definitely setting out to help themselves. They want to help themselves or their side, but it's not working. And the reason it's not working is because so much of what now is helping their side is really based on stuff that's illogical. Tim Pool did this excellent, excellent, excellent video. I think I sent it to you, if I'm not mistaken, on the generation behind us, Generation Z. Yeah. That's becoming more conservative. You did send that to me. That was a very good article. Or video. V- video. He covered it was several articles. And all the points that he was making were so, so great. So great as far as why they would become more conservative. He even gave this one example about being at, at some sort of conference, like a like a YouTube conference or something like that. And he heard some kids that were there like on a field trip or something. And one, one of the kids in the group ha- said he had a YouTube channel. And the kids asked him, oh, how many followers do you have or how many subscribers? And he said like 80 something. And they were like, oh man, cool. And he was saying how, sure, like, you know, uh, if you look at that in the millennium, the millennial light, it's like, oh, yeah, I got so many followers and I, whatever. But it's like the fact that on YouTube, it's like you kind of actually have to, like, do work. To get 80 subscribers. Right, you got to, like, put videos out. You got to do something. That coupled with the fact that, like, they're 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 basing value in something that can be quantitated (laughs) in today's day and age there's so much of what's going on that you can't really you you 
you, you can't really quantify. It's like, how do you, why are you putting so much value in yeah. these things that are intangible? Like when it comes to friends and family, yeah, you, the, the intangibles matter. Like, you, yes. you know, love and affection and all that. Well, I mean, I guess if, if affection is, is, is. It, it's tangible to a degree, but you know what I'm saying? But like when you're talking about the grand scale of things, you have to be able to quantify shit. You have to be yeah. able to, you have to be able to, to look at, Oh, police are killing all, all the black kids. Uh, and then look at the actual statistics to show that yeah. that's not happening. And really what, what is it when, 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 when there's a, a number to the subscribers or there's a number to the likes that r w what's really being said is as an individual, I made a point and it struck with someone. Right. So it pushes for you to be you more. So exactly. And, and he, and he sort of, he sort of, he sort of illustrated that. And, and, and two, there's so many of these kids that are coming up in the, the quote unquote gig economy that they're working for their dollar. Yeah, they're working for their dollar. It's it's not like oh, mommy and daddy are giving. No, they're working. And what and happens when you work for your dollar is you you pay attention to what the what fuck? the fuck are y'all doing with it when y'all <laughs> yeah. taxing me? Absolutely, getting taxed this much. Absolutely. And if I am getting taxed this much, what are you really doing with it? Yeah. So so it, it was a it was a very 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 interesting article when it when it comes to all of that. So you 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 look at that and. It does. It, it does kind of start to raise a lot of questions as to, like, to to answer your question, like, are they helping themselves? Is like I do think that they think that they're or they they're setting out to help themselves, but they I feel like they're not really realizing how things are changing, because so much of what's going on or in so much of where the narrative is coming from, Hollywood, mainstream media. Let's keep it real. It's they're all kind of elites. They're all kind of these people that are in their ivory towers. Yeah. That aside from like what they see on the internet or the TV or whatever, they don't really know what's going on on the ground level. You're out of touch. You're out of touch. Absolutely. You don't know what's going on on the ground level. You're out of touch. And you're not seeing the change. Anybody yeah. who's on the ground level they see it, and and that's why, like, it, which kind of serves as a nice little segue in, in into the into the next point, is I find it a little bit concerning, like what Ann Coulter is saying about as far like with Trump in terms of the wall and everything, yeah. Because for as crazy as people want to say, or even the president called her off the reservation oh. and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah, she's always seemed very in touch with what's going on with the people like yeah. she was one of the first predictors yeah. and this was like like very very early on yeah. that that trump was going to be president so when she talks like i listen like i don't necessarily agree with everything and i don't wholeheartedly agree with everything she's saying in reference to the wall but it is it is kind of crazy she's like oh no nah, how this wall thing turned out he's going to only be a one-term president he, you know, this is foolish, you know, yeah. he shouldn't blame Paul Ryan. I think there is some of what she's saying is a little bit naive. I, I don't think she's really realizing that Trump really did try to be diplomatic about about how he went about everything. Yeah. And I think in Trump's heart of hearts when he got elected, I didn't really think that the, he thought that the Democrats were going to work with him more. Yeah, I don't think he thought that they were going to be so anti 
yeah. him, you know, as much as they were, as much or as much as they are, rather. Yeah. And that's why I don't really criticize the man so much when he always is bringing up the good stuff he does. You have to. Because <laughs> if nobody's cheering for you, damn it, you got to cheer for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and it was funny in, in the in the press conference when he announced the national emergency and everything. He did he brought up something that it it was it was kind of funny <laughs> yeah. because I was like I was like damn man like he has a point. He was like even MSNBC they did a report about me and nobody's talking about it, which it is true what yeah. he said. I don't know if you're familiar with the report, but MSNBC and as far as I know they're the only mainstream uh news outlet that covered this. And this is humongous news. The 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 House Intelligence Committee bipartisan that was investigating the Russia collusion. Yeah. Because you know there was a there's the FBI investigation. There's yes. there's like different investigations, but the House Intelligence Committee, which they have their own team of investigators, yeah. their own money that they were putting into it and funneling into this investigation, which is very important to note that it is a bipartisan committee. Yeah. Uh, Democrats and Republicans. That they found no evidence of Russia collusion. Yeah. That didn't get no traction. Well, this doesn't fit the narrative. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Only MS, but surprisingly enough, MSNBC put it out, but it was just like one report. But see, it goes to show Trump's true strength. And and I should have seen it. I should have, but like when he first said he was running, I took it as a joke. But one thing that he's always been in is is, first of all, the business world. A lot of people are in the business world. Mitt Romney's in the business world, but he just doesn't have the pizzazz. Yeah. But what Trump has is that he knows being in show business, too, is like, how do you control the narrative when the narrative is against you? Now, it's been known that the right, <laughs> the media doesn't like them. We've pretty much said this a million times on this episode alone. So the media is not happy about Republicans. They don't like them. Uh, the media uh, veers left. They're more liberal. So... Trump took the one thing that was, and, and, and again, you, you compare um, Obama and Bush. I don't want to compare Trump because Trump era is a whole different animal. So let's say a Bush and an Obama, completely different, completely, yeah. treated completely different. I mean, you could say Obama and Trump were treated very differently too. But again, I want to leave Trump as, as a whole other animal because Trump, he used that like, oh, you don't like us? Well, then I'm just going to be outrageous. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Bullet point to shit. And when you bullet point, like if you've ever done a PowerPoint, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know if PowerPoint is a thing anymore. I'm getting old. But <laughs> but when you do when when you have a bullet point, right? On on the page, it's like it's a few couple words that can describe what you're about to talk about and then you're gonna talk about it. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna build a wall. Yeah. What the fuck? It's a talking He point. is off his shit. Build a wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, listen, crime. Is high over here. This is all right. Cool. All right. Decent. Um, we gotta ban Muslims. Oh my God! This motherfucker's racist. With it? No, no. Seriously, this is what happened here. This is what happened there. Look at Germany. Look at France. Look at yeah. It's a it's a it's a talking point. He he understood. Like, listen, I'm going to use your own against you, and he did. He controlled the narrative. He controlled where everything swayed. You saw in his State of the Union address, he knows what he's battling. What, like, Out of all the things to say, you said America's never going to be a socialist country. You know what they're, you know what it is. You know what it is. Green New Deal pops up. Yeah. 
I mean, if, if that's not social, like, like I said, if that's not social, so, so we already know that he, he's already privy. So that's his number one strength is that's, he understands that's why the it's enemy. It's always been very interesting to me when people have the criticism that like he doesn't know policy. He seems to know yeah. it pretty well, cause all things considered. Yeah. And, and sometimes you got to be matter of factly. Uh, yeah. Because you're heard. And. And what's 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 interesting about about the this national emergency and the whole wall situation and what Ann Coulter is saying about it is, for the sake of the wall, should it have been done earlier? Yes. Is Paul Ryan maybe to blame when he was around and he didn't push for it? Maybe a little bit. Maybe especially if you really fucks with the president, like you're you're an establishment figure. And I and 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 Paul Ryan was very establishment because like when things started getting heated, he's oh I'm gonna retire like this is good and I'm not gonna you know what I'm saying yeah. And this guy is coming in and he's not establishment. Maybe maybe gear it toward it because you have the house, you have everything. You know what I'm saying? You have Congress, you have the house. Maybe this is the time to get a lot of the shit done, especially the wall, which is like safe to assume that you have you're gonna get so much pushback on. Yeah, didn't work out. You know, there and there's a lot of reasons why you could imagine it didn't work out. Trump said he wasn't a politician. He was just getting used to the things. You could say that he was trying to be a little bit more bipartisan, work with the Democrats, which I think that's what it was, because even the first the first the first budget he signed yeah. shows that it was like, all right, well, I'm going to fuck with y'all one time. Fuck with me one time. It didn't work out. We learned now that they're not going to do that. Yeah. And I think that's why. After like the first the first government shutdown and 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 like which Ann Coulter was for, yeah. But then like he 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 reopened the government and then to give them one more chance to work it out to yeah. like give it a good deal wasn't a good deal horrible deal, and then he's all right well fuck it government shutdown yeah. I I think oh. there's 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 one of two outcomes is a victory well both are a victory rather because. If the, what? if if whatever's gonna take place with this government with the with the national emergency okay. rather, you could declare a national emergency and and because the deal was no good is either one, it's gonna show people that is all right. Well, the dude did do everything in his power to try to get this done, but you know the court stopped it or whatever, oh. and that's gonna be a humongous talking point. It's like they're they're stopped it whatever whatever if it doesn't work yeah. or if it does work well then shit the shit against all odds he got it built yeah yeah and well I guess yeah so now that I know the points let's go back though let's go a little bit back well not a little bit let's go to 2006 where there was a bipartisan bill called the Secure Fence Act of 2006. In which this is why we have some fencing, some walls, some barriers. You were, and, and this is what kills me for, for uh, on, uh, from from the left is the fact that like you were okay with it then, and then and then the shit wasn't done right, and then now it's become a politicized point on both sides. On both sides, I feel like like with I do have my problems with the way Trump handled it the second go around, and this is why. Okay, so the first time, and I'm talking about this year. Yeah. So, like you said, he said, okay, fuck with me one time. I'm, I'm going to do this. Let's let's see what we can work out. You're asking for $5 billion. They're not budging. They're all fucked up. Which doesn't even equate 
to 1% of the the national budget just yeah. to put that into context not yeah. even 1% but yeah not even 1% so it's, and and basically i think that the number was about 200 miles of fencing so it covers it for started, 200 miles yeah. of fencing you say no 55 miles there's a government shutdown obviously the government shutdown isn't isn't a good thing for for some people um and, and and we know this because we even had friends that 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 during that time had to you know we we had to help out and it's good like that's and, and that time is when 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 you really show your sense of community right Absolutely, 100%. like so so good all right cool the way the media sold it is motherfuckers were starving in the streets everyone's dying it wasn't but anyway it's gonna get it's gonna get heated it's it, it's it's not a situation that people are gonna be happy about so he reopens the government for you said three weeks, right? Yeah. They come back with almost damn near the same bill. I don't know. I feel like at that point, I'd I'd make it like a thing. Like what was like, wow. So we just had like I'd have a fucking conference in which I say, like, we just had this whole ordeal and these people think so lowly of you, the American worker, that they just came to me with the same exact deal. And, and and then maybe trying like no 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 we need to we need to fix this and that's I guess what what left a sour taste in my mouth. I'm not like you know as crazy as on some, the wall. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be honest like I'm not crazy on the wall, but like that was a talking point for Trump. So like to me it's like this is something that you promised a certain amount of people. And and, and and let's be honest here. If 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 we're talking border security, if we're talking about like we have immigration laws. There's nothing wrong with with building a wall. I personally don't think that like you know, and then that's like I have my opinion on this stuff. Like the drug trade, like I, I it could slow down, but it's not gonna stop it. In my opinion, I would have to see it to believe it. So there, there are certain talking points which I, I I don't think that it'll make a difference in certain things. But I think yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like, like I don't I don't think because that is a selling point from from his end is like oh the drug trade yeah but. You, you think motherfuckers are walking in with drugs through the border? No, they're fucking using trucks and they're going straight through the... Well, in, in, in some cases, yeah. in some cases not because I know, I don't, well, I know these people personally, they're not like very close to me, but they have told me a story yeah. about how they, one, one of their cousins wanted to like cross the border yeah. and pretty much he was like, all right, the, the cartel, they were like, all right. You're going to take this backpack. You're going to go through this. You're going to go through here. Nobody's going to fuck with you. But you don't get to go. You got to come back. And then you're going to take another backpack. And then when you get back, when you get over that time, then you go wherever the fuck you're going to yeah. go. But So, I mean, I'm sure there are truckloads coming in also. But, like, that's not to, like, downplay that there's a lot of crazy shit going yeah, on on that yeah. border. Oh, well, like the human trafficking part. That is very true. Like, and, and there's a certain point where I'm like, all right, well, this I, would be good for that. I, I think, I think as far as the wall, I don't want to cut you off. I want yeah. you to, but, but to, to kind of add to this back and forth. For me, the wall, I, it is important for me. And, and it's important for, for three reasons that I thought Charlie Kirk summed up perfectly what was it fairness sovereignty and facts that's what it was fairness sovereignty and facts he's like the facts people come to this country they they abuse the system yeah. that's kind of tailored to like to 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 benefit them that's yes. a fact 
a lot of taxpayer dollars go to illegal immigrants in this country. That's that don't that's pay a, taxes. That, that don't pay taxes. Yeah. That's a fact. Or, or in some cases, don't pay taxes. There's, you know, it varies. And then also another fact. Another fact is that one crime committed by somebody that shouldn't be here to begin with is one too many. And not to mention, I mean, since you're on the crime part, is also if you're locked up here, we're paying taxpayer money for you to live as an immigrant, exactly. an illegal immigrant. So, 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 yeah. so those are those are those are some facts. Also, part of the facts also is historically around the world, walls have worked. Does it stop at 100%? No, no, but it takes an overflow, brings it down to a more manageable trickle. So there we have facts. Fairness. Fairness, there's people that are legally waiting in line to get into this country. And I do think it is better for us to be able to pick and choose yeah. versus like these people that we have no way of vetting. Yeah. So in terms of fairness... I think it is it is Fair, better. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it it is better, and and three, which I I feel like this gets the the least amount of attention, but to me, out of out of all three, it's the most important thing. Yeah, is sovereignty, and and Charlie Cook said this best. He's like Mexico culture is great. We all love Mexican food, food and Mexican culture, just like other cultures, is something to be celebrated. But let's not make no mistake that American culture. Is way better, and it just yeah. is. Yeah. We grow, we've grown at a faster pace. Our music, our movies, yeah. what we are, what we are, is just, it's just on the world stage is monumental. And I have seen in my lifetime, in my lifetime where I've grown up, and like I said, I'm from Chicago. I know a lot of people. I have friends from a lot of different races, and I've been all over the city. I've seen the American culture gone from something that was been more celebrated to now it's something like demonized yeah yeah and that's scary to me because that's that's in my 31 years of living when yeah. i'm 60 when i'm 70 what if things continue what will it be yeah i see i see people that are living in this country that are celebrating their their home their 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 home their home country flags more than than this country's and, flag and, and I, I don't i don't like yeah, that like I, I'm not saying don't celebrate your flag, but yeah. like you got like this Mexican flag, Puerto Rican flag, all this shit. But like when it comes time to celebrate America, yeah. it, there's none of that. No, I, I, I don't I don't fuck with it. And, and that's one big difference that I see a lot from like the older Im immigration wave, like, like our parents and then the newer like like my dad has always said like I left Mexico because I didn't want to be in Mexico right I've, I've I'm American like right. I'm Amer I love America like this is my country I'm American like like he, you don't see him fucking parading the and, and again to each their own if you want to it's Mexican Independence Day but like but like even one of one of our one of our boys like uh Eric, he's talking about how like you you parade the, the 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 flag like like your country doesn't use you like 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 mexico is like all so great for you that's why you left right you know what i'm saying like right. you left you, because you, left you hated reason. it exactly. because you had no opportunity so you come here and that's my biggest problem is like you come here and what you're harboring is you're coming in and 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 the the, the culture it's 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 fine to 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 be cultured but but to not you're coming into America, like Americans' homes. Like this is this is our house. You're, you're coming in, and 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 you're harboring all this resentful 
vibe and culture that's going to vote against American ideals right. and values. And Which to essentially me, is the left. Yeah. Be, I mean, let's not make any mistake about it. In the days of, of like, the, 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 the 60s, like Lyndon B. Johnson, he was a Democrat. These were Democrats that were very like pro America, pro anti they were anti communist. I was gonna yeah. say pro anti communist. They were <laughs> anti communist. They were for American culture. Sure, were some of them lefty and 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 you know kind of progressive. Yeah, whatever. But it was still promoting the American culture. Now these politicians, now these candidates on the left, they're damn near anti America. Yeah, yeah. It's and- a different it's a different thing. And- yeah, and I feel like those points for for immigration policy, and that's why, and that's where I was with the with the wall thing. Is like that was your biggest point, and like I don't agree with every point, but you promised a wall. You promised a wall. Now I think, and and then this is where I'm torn within the fact that like he declared a national emergency. Like I understand by any means, but. Sometimes, and you can see how torn I am about it because I, I, you start thinking about those things. When Nancy Pelosi was like, "Oh well, what, what if, what if there's a dem, what, what if there's a Democrat president who, who, who deems that gun violence is a national emergency, or, or you know, whatever yeah. my agenda, and that's what, what scares me is like, and, and, and I mean, before that's that, that was kind of what we gathered was he didn't off the bat declare a national emergency because he didn't want to set the precedent. And I don't think that, and see, this is the thing too. It's like, it's crazy because like a lot of people say this isn't an emergency, but you could look at it from many different ways. Right. Because like an emergency doesn't have to be all like a sudden thing. Right. It doesn't have to be a sudden thing. Like it could be a, wow, this, this looks like it could be bad within the next 30 years. Let's say, l- let's compare Chicago with their super left way of, 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 of going about things. Like, you know, it could get bad where, 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 where people, where, where, where Illinois is going to be bankrupt and then they're going to declare bankruptcy and pensions aren't paid off. That, that is bad for, for certain people that need to live and they're like 70 years old. Right. So, so at what point don't you declare, at what point is something an emergency and at what point is it not? You see what I'm saying? Well, the, the, well, the thing is like, would you consider the wall not being built in a a national emergency? No, me personally, no. I, I, I would say Chicago in the summertime is more of a national emergency than, than the wall situation. But Legally speaking, that's a personal perspective. Yeah. Legally speaking, there was a lawyer, constitutional lawyer that was on on a uh, Tim Pool, and he and he was talking about it, and he said the law clearly states that an emergency that he he this guy believes that Trump will win in court if it if it does go to court, which it looks like it will, because a national emergency can pretty much be declared off of your own perspective. Like whether it's an emergency to you may not be an emergency. Like if that's sort of hard to quantify. Like, like I might be like to on some real shit. We might all be going out with all our guys, 
and I might have my fucking Jordan 11 Concords on and some fucking hot sauce gets on them and it shit's ruined. That might be an emergency to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It yeah. might be, or it might not be. Like, who's to say? What's an emergency what's, to what person? Exactly. And that's the scary part to me. And so, right, it is It is scary. It's very scary. It is scary. But there's there's two other, there's, there's, there's two other points to that. There, the other point is right now there are 31 active national emergencies going on. The media doesn't talk about that. Yeah. And we're not hearing about them, but there's 31 active ones right now. Yeah. Uh, well, now 32 with this one. Yeah. So it's like, oh, uh, okay. That that's one thing. It's like, and then and then the third is look at Obama's first term when he had when he had uh the the house I know he had the house I don't know if at the time he had the senate but but whatever he had there was more power to to the left when he first took over and you tell me if the left cares about precedent you know what I'm saying yeah. do they really yeah. this but is just a tactic this is just a tactic that now they might be more privy to yeah. is like oh but then at the same time like like the gun thing yeah oh yeah you go ahead go try to collect all the guns see yeah. what the fuck happens yeah. if you and don't not, start not to a, mention that's an you, amendment right so you you'd have start, a whole slew of problems with that too right exactly or or you know like oh, okay what go ahead try to fucking tax everybody because the the climate change you think is so it it is it is what it is what it is, and then if you are going to use the precedent argument, yeah. Oh, that's another one. You it's mentioned. only it's only five billion dollars. Like we the the you I could right now if I had the budget in front of me, the government budget, I'm sure I could find at very least at very least who who knows. I don't know, easily a hundred billion dollars, yeah. probably more of shit that is like totally waste and useless yeah. shit. You know, so that's my point. So even like, let's say, let's say you want to use the precedent argument. Well, the man is, is only using shuffling around five billion dollars. Well, I think now it's going to be more. I think it's it, going to be eight, like eight billion. Eight million, yeah. He's shuffling around eight billion dollars, which, okay, that's not the end of the world. Yeah. And you motherfuckers waste money like crazy. Yeah. And not, not to mention like, like the fact that I mean, five billion dollars for for something something that that makes immigration law better. Like because again, and I'm saying this, it might sound stupid, but like I'm saying this in comparison to the 2006 Fence Act, right? Like mm -hmm. like you were cool with it then, so you know that it's a political thing. It's a political thing. Like you don't want to give this to Trump, not because. You think it's racist, not because you think it's divisive, not because you, you don't agree with him being a national, you know, a nationalist or whatever. Whatever the case is that you, uh, uh, somebody from the left thinks that that, that 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 this is, or or quote unquote thinks that this is really what it is. Is if we give him the fence or we give him the wall, he wins. That, yeah. That's what it is. Th this is what the fight yeah, for the yeah, wall is, yeah. is. Is it's all political, and that's yeah. What it's not. Me. It's not altruistic yeah. they don't care about the people they say they care about no it's because they know they're gonna lose the yeah. election and, and that's where i'm coming from from the fact that i'm like i'm this is coming because I, I wasn't like when, when he was coming up i wasn't big on the wall i was like oh it's, you know i mean there's other ways to to like like even now they don't have a wall i mean they have the fencing that was there nothing has been built nothing new has been built like but 
things have been going down because there's been an attention to it from this from from this you know presidency. So it's like it it it, it does get better with with who who's handling the the, the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So so it's like it's not like super dire, but I mean it's not it's not bad either. You know what I mean? Like, and that was a campaign promise of his, but again, that's what frustrates me is the fact that like these people, I, I don't know. I, I, I wish, and I, I guess I don't know the legality of, of, of the situation. Like, okay. So if he's, if he doesn't sign it, do they go back into the drawing board? Cause then at that point I would have just kept like hitting them, hitting them, hitting them. Like you just can't get that. Cause that's what killed me is like, you came back with the same bill practically. I think like one of the things that, that was different was it was like 200 less beds for like yeah criminal I, I aliens mean, I, it's the same shit it it's it's it, one of those things where it's like this is this is like what you have in your bag of tricks is like you wanted to do everything right yeah and these people you refuse to do everything right it's not even like he was asking for the whole money for the wall in this budget just give me 5 billion to get started they they don't even want it started and you go to the national emergency, it is a legal loophole. That's what it is. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, for all the legal jargon that they've been throwing his way in terms of uh, 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 campaign uh, finance and Russia collusion and everything, it, it, it really doesn't even compare in, in that respect. Yeah. So he, he took advantage of, of what I would say is, is something that he has at his disposal. Is that I and I don't think there's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think that like when the terminology national emergency, it makes the thing sound a little bit more severe yeah. than it really might be. Maybe it could be also the media selling it that way. I have I have two two more points on this b before we get into the the last topic. Um, while that was going on, and I, I was I was talking on the the phone with a friend about this, and I was pointing it out. And he was like, "Damn, shit's crazy." While that was going on, the stock market was in is was in the red. It wasn't like having a, a monumentally bad day, but it was it wasn't having like you know a good day. He started talking. I started paying attention, and the stock started going up. I noticed when he goes unscripted, it gives a lot of it gives a lot of investor um, confidence. Yeah. You feel confident, yeah. be, so that that's just funny. I I find that funny because it was it was a good speech, and like a lot of people, a lot of uh, analysts, as I was watching the news or contributors, they were like, "Man, it was really something to watch." Like everything he was saying, he because he started getting into tariffs and everything like that, and it was it was good. More importantly, that I don't think anybody saw. And I might we might be the only people that are covering this. This is why you got to tune in every week. Tune in, baby. He was the 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 people the 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 people were they were talking, and uh, the people the the reporters were talking. They were asking questions, <laughs> and one reporter, he asked a question about about the 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 debt, the national debt, which I think. Is very important. I think that's something that in in the age of all this winning, quote unquote, winning that's going on. I think that's something that that that's not being addressed enough by the right. The left ain't gonna address that shit. Yeah. Because yeah. Obama Obama put more debt on than every president before him combined. So the I don't think the left is gonna address that. I do expect the right to address it. Now it is Trump's first term. 
And his answer to that in terms of the debt was, well, growth, growth will, will help take care of it. And I know where he's coming from, but because I myself, before, like I was able to pay off my car, I invested, which essentially I got in more debt, but the growth that I got from that investment, I was able to pay off my car, cut a big check, boom, my car is paid off. So growth does help. I mean, and that's on a very, 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 very small scale, but that's just an example of how growth can help pay off debt. But the reporter and, oh, I wish the president didn't cut him off, but he was like one question one question one question the reporter was about to ask a follow-up question that i think is probably one of the most important questions that that ought to be asked right now he said the words but they took the mic away from him he's like he's like, okay you mr president growth but is that the only answer what about entitlement and they take he was about to say entitlement reform yeah i don't think that's something that trump is going to really address on his first term if, it, if he does, I think it'll be later in his first term. If he's a two-term president, which I think he'll be, I pray to God that that's something he addresses in the second term. Entitlement reform is so, so important. Social security, welfare, <laughs> yeah. all of this stuff. Nobody, like all of this stuff is, is good and all of that, but let's not forget that there is a debt. And it's growing day by day. Yeah. It has to be addressed. The baby boomer generation. It has to be addressed. Yeah. And I really do hope he does address I don't think he's a bad president. I think he's a good president. I would even version to say I think he's been a great president. But I, this needs to be talked about. This needs to be yeah. addressed. Not to mention, too, like the fact that... Well, I mean, it, it, it also kind of makes you, like, just, just off of the interesting... I guess my, my interest in economics... And like I remember one time you had you had told me about this uh, something that I, I think it was a documentary on Freakonomics. I'm trying to remember here. It was it was Freakonomics and how, how you were talking about how like there was this generation that didn't happen because of this this and that. It was Roe versus Wade. Yeah, Roe versus Wade. And and I feel that now because of the way everything has been and how everyone just doesn't have kids. Not everyone, but a a a, a very big percentage of people aren't having that many kids. Like yeah. Less and less and less. I, I, that that does interest me, and this is just like on an economic level. Like, what would happen? Because like the baby boomer generation, it was so many kids, it was so many people, and that's kind of like a situation that again that affects the entitlement uh, reform conversation. But what what's going to happen with this gen- like the the generation? That that's that's something that I would like to to like get into and start like kind of studying because mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be very interesting. But when we go back to 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 like with the the issue at hand, which is what what you were talking about, I think one thing that that has hurt us is the fact that we let and, and well, you've talked about this too, is we let government dictate, you know, our future too, too involved. Much. They're too involved. Yeah, in it. It, it, it's too. Oh, here, Social Security. Oh, here, here. No, don't worry. We got a pension for you. It's, it's, and it's like, we, we, could, we could get a Roth IRA. We could get an IRA. And, 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 and a, it's, it's sold like it's such a good thing, which I guess like at a surface level, it is a good thing. Or if it was done properly, it'd be yeah. a good thing. Like if Social Security was an individual account that the government wouldn't touch, and we've talked about this, it would be a good thing. Yeah. But that would imply that the government is efficient and does things the right way, which we know they don't. Yeah. If pensions were the same way, 
it would be a good thing. And I think a lot of people, when they sign up for this stuff or, 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 or they're thinking about it, they think that's how it works. On paper, it's marvelous. But it, but it, doesn't, yeah. it's, it doesn't work like that. And eventually there will come a day where if things continue the way it does, it will run out. I mean, run out, run out. It, it won't be enough people paying into it to pay what you've been promised. The well has runneth dry. And, I mean, and, and, and be... that goes to what you're saying about people having less kids. There will be eventually, there. there's less of these people, yeah. and then there's more. So what, are they, you going to tax them at, what, 90%? Who, who's going to work? No, Nobody's yeah. going to work. No. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, unless a Green New Deal pops off, then I'm unwilling, baby. All <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but but it, to me, it's like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's bad because... I think that that, and I think really as a rule of thumb, I'm not I'm not counting on a pension or I'm not you counting shouldn't. on a, no. You and, shouldn't. I, and I don't think anyone should like if 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 you're in our age group, if you're a millennial, if you're Generation Z, whatever. Whenever you get into the workforce, always think like I need to have options. Options for my retirement. Different retirement, streams yeah. of income. Don't put all your eggs in one basket because it's it will not work. So that is a big advice I would tell people. Like, look, there's so many options. I mean, I mean look at us. We got ETFs. We got. Uh, I I I signed up uh last year for my Roth IRA. It's like, just please, this is something good for you in your future because you cannot, you cannot do this in this day and age where like you're. Where, and, where this shit is do, just getting and wild. If you do have your, your uh you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Even if the whole pension thing does work out, you're still better off anyway. Hell yeah! Because you had now you got this on top of everything else. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> which which is which is good. And I, there's so much we could say about that, but we got to move on to the next topic. So before we started the episode, we won't take too much time on this. You you were saying that you were talking to a relative of yours, and you were saying that if the left really wanted to beat Trump, yeah, how they're behaving. It's not going to work. And you were saying how you think he would be beatable. You want to yeah. go into that a little bit? Yeah. like I feel like, okay, so he's done a very good job fiscally, but there's too many things running against him. I feel like the powers that be when it comes to media, when it comes to like what they throw at him. And I feel like at, at this point, he's still, he's still, had it been like a Romney, it'd be a sweep. But because it's Trump and because of the era that we're in, I feel that there's things that you could, there's points you could beat him on. Like, for example, and this is what I was kind of getting at earlier, but obviously there were so many other topics we needed to, to discuss. But, but like, basically, right now the left is really left, like extreme left. Like, they're fucking bathing in communism. Like, like you know, like this is, yeah. the, 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 this is the mixture of stuff that they're trying to, have you uh, involved in, which is one thing that they've used as a weapon. Because I do believe that there's science that says that climate change is a real thing. I do believe that. I do not believe that we could save the world, which is the way they sell it because they want to package it in a way that 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 it's like a socialist, socialist proposal. Mm -hmm. No. Because if we really went green, and I'm talking about like no... No emissions. What are we going to do about China? What are we going to do about India? Yeah. Which goes to show how bad 
it's gotten on the left. It's, it's, it's like left. It's so left that they're lying to you. Oh, it's all going to end if we don't save the world. No, the world needs to save the world. We all need to work together, and, and that's how we save the world. So that's one thing. But you're worried about how to package things, and, and you're worried about, like, okay, we need to keep these people in control. You're, again, intersectionality. In other words, identity politics. In other words, let's use people that are quote-unquote marginalized for our gains. Immigrants, yes, because they have children that could vote. Muslims, he said the Mus Muslim ban. Don't vote for him. Oh, you're black? The cops beat you up. Oh, you're, you're Latino? He Look at what he did in Puerto Rico, throwing... So any, I mean, you could go down the fucking list. I, I yeah. could go all day. I mean, literally, we should. We should have yeah, an episode of, of the victimhood and yeah. identity politics. Yeah, we absolutely. should have an episode where we're just like <laughs> all the reasons. It'll probably be like a forty-eight hour episode, <laughs> but like it, it'll be, it could get done. The apes could do it. But anyway, it, it's gotten so extreme where like it's like this is their play. So what happens is, and this is where I was getting at with Biden is like Biden, I think, has the character, the uh, the appeal. It's a little weird to me, but, but like, like I'm just looking at it from a, okay, I'm going to grab a guy and I'm going to mold him into what I want him, yeah. him to be, to be Trump. Trump's approval rating is low. The media is not in his favor. Let's say Biden, hey, listen, let's, let's cave in a little bit on the immigration reform because immigration is important. And obviously his base is very big on immigration reform. Let's, let's move a little. That's not possible. That's not possible right now as it currently stands for Biden to say something like that because he'll get eaten alive. But let's say immigration, let's say climate change. I, I feel that, that Trump has said enough about climate change where like he hasn't really done, like like for example, like the Paris Agreement. I thought that was like a bullshit agreement. I'm glad that, that, that we went out. But like instead of replacing it, instead of just like, oh, no, let's, let's start, let's have talks about a new green deal for, for everyone for every country, but actually do something about it, right? Mm -hmm. So climate change is like a big point that I would like, why not use it? Why not use it against them? It's a big thing. Um, I feel that that like the fact that Trump, and this works in his favor, like the fact, and we talked about this a little earlier, which is like, he knows how to make bullet points. Yeah. Um, I feel Biden has like the sassiness and the wittiness to be able to, counteract that so i feel like trump could be a beatable candidate like but like as it currently stands all trump has to do is sit down and laugh at them yeah new green deal serves them and 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 and, and let's not let's not i mean today we're doing the episode we're recording the episode on monday and by the time that you hear it it'll be tuesday today trump just had a talk about venezuela so like the fact that venezuela is a a, a situation i mean it's a situation. It's terrible. They're well, he's in ruins. To, I don't know if he's had the talk yeah. yet. He's yeah, he, he he did. He did already. Yeah, he, he, he well, I, I don't know if he, if he's currently still having it, but like I, I got the notification a, a little while ago that, oh, okay. that that well, basically, as a matter of fact, th this sums up what, I, what what my point was going to be next about, about Venezuela and the and how that situation doesn't help the left right now. Uh, socialism is dying. Trump decries Venezuela's catastrophe. Promises this will never happen to us. I mean, it's served to you on a platter. So if you were to just step away from from socialism... Wow, look at this. I don't mean to interrupt yeah, yeah. you, but this is important. Vox 
Trump just issued an ultimatum to Venezuelan military. Abandon Maduro or else. Like, uh, either Venezuela's military leaders join Juan Guaido or risk losing everything. So, like, that's... Okay, listen. We're we're bringing this shit live right now. We're bringing this shit live. (laughs) This is fucking hanging with apes live, baby. No, but, like, that, that, that's... Those are harsh words. Yeah, and, and, and that, but that, I, that's crazy. I think I, I would imagine the stock market's gonna go crazy tomorrow. Oh yeah, and 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 listen, this is good for Venezuela too. But but he knows who he's battling. He know, and, and this is a situation that that you even talked about. This was something that for you lacked in his first term was the Venezuela situation, which I well, it still is his first term. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like. Coming t- towards the end, now he's mentioning it, yeah. but I remember that was kind of a thing that you said that it yeah, should be yeah. addressed, and it should be addressed. It's a it's a terrible situation, which is and crazy because like, it, well, I said my thing was South America, not just Venezuela, South America. Yeah. But if you notice, a lot of the South American shit is handling itself. Brazil, El Salvador, like it's it's yeah. all going right, but obviously Venezuela ain't ain't gonna really go right without a fight. No, no, and and, and it's just. Right now, as it currently stands, Trump just really could coast if he doesn't say anything crazy and nothing crazy pops up. Like, like it would, ha- it w- right now it would have to be like, uh, Trump sucked Putin's dick, and we have the video for right. it. Which I I agree with. As far as like what you were saying in terms of like Great. like if the if it was Biden and like the 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 left became a little bit more moderate it'd be a much harder fight i think it, it, it would be a harder fight but i still don't know how beatable how beatable because see you're kind of well you 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 have this in 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 one of the songs we did a line like this who uh and and i think it's it's perfect for this uh it's actually a diss track but it was it was you had a line that says something along the lines of you are who you hang with Simple and plain. Even even if Biden were to go more moderate, everything that he's surrounded by would work against him. That's number one. So even yeah. if he was like just the fact that you are from the class of Obamas and Hillary's, that's going to work against you. That's number one. Number two, climate change, all that stuff you mentioned. Sure, it's nice, save the world and all of that. But at the end of the day, Americans care about what's in their pockets. Yep. That their pocket. But that's, I know this for a fact, just based off of the people that I work with, we could be talking all kind of stuff. But when it comes down to like them getting some overtime or whatever, motherfuckers will eat each other for it. So like people, (laughs) like honestly, so like it it comes down to their pockets. And if you have more money in your pocket, And so who are you going to go with? The guy that has, like, been, you see, since he's been there, you've had more money in your pocket? Yeah. Or the motherfucker that, that like, hasn't proven anything? Yeah. That's 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 number two. Number three, which I think this is, like, the most the most key point in this, of uh, like, to kind of, like, uh, counter some of, of what you were saying. In the Brexit, in, in the, the Brexit movie that's on HBO, there's this scene in there where I find it very interesting. Uh, the guy, I forgot like the main character's name, but it's the the character that C- uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays. He's talking to this tech guy who's like breaking down social media. And the guy is like, social media has become so advanced that like these tech companies even know based off of what you're posting 
and the psychology behind what you're posting and the pictures that you're posting and everything that's going on and all these billions of people feeding in to this algorithm however many times a day when you're falling out of love with your partner this is a crazy Damn, ass thing like that's nuts like even like it could even predict when it's like oh this relationship isn't going to last so reason i reason I, I i bring that up is because what the guy was telling the brexit guy is their algorithm and their technology can help him find the brexit guy find however many millions of people that have never even voted before it's like fresh new voters damn trump now the two things are not related but what i'm saying is trump being so unprecedented so unhinged so anti-establishment i think now that we and you see what he's done and like the whole world didn't melt down like some people thought it was yeah i think we're gonna see in the next election a crazy ass amount of independence supporting him and a crazy ass amount of people that have never voted vote for him yeah. And I think the the first real indicator of that was after the last State of the Union, you had obviously the Republicans that disapproved. I mean, the Republicans that approved, oh, shit. the Republicans that approved yeah. in high numbers, mm -hmm. the Democrats that disapproved in high numbers. But the key, key thing was over 80% of independents. And this was, and, this, and, and like the Rasputian poll, a bunch of polls that were in Trump's, in Trump's favor. I think you're starting to see a shift. I think you're starting to see you're gonna see more blacks, I see more Hispanics. I don't I I don't even if the Dem I think even right now, even if the Democrats go moderate, yeah. I, I don't think th I don't think he's gonna be beat. Uh, unless like barring something like catastrophic in yeah. the presidency. But like let's say things are going how they're going now. Yeah. Even if they take a total uh total one eighty and, and step back their politics. Should I, honestly, even if the left yeah. goes just as right as Trump, I don't think they're going to go more right than him. But even if they go as right as he is, he still has the track record. Yeah, by shit. Reagan and Bush can't even go as right as fucking Trump. Trump's been a pretty right conservative president. And well, right by today's standards, because the right is actually pretty moderate nowadays. Like, the, yeah, like Trump, you have to like be. you got to think about it. Out of the last, out of the last, however many Republican candidates that have run for president, Trump is the only one that has actually been vocal about being pro-gay marriage. Yeah. So, yeah. like, how? Oh, yeah, yeah. So socially, he's actually very. That's what, I'm, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So you, there's a lot of things that are in his favor that unless like he royally fucks up or something like catastrophic happens, even if they, even if they change their identity, they might, I think they're too much in the rabbit hole. Yeah. To add to your point, you made two very good valid points. One, one was, um, Americans care about money, right? And when I said something about like that, the world needs to make a change. You, you don't think fucking Indians care about their money or, or China, you know, uh, developing countries, why would they go green when they could buy a fucking old gas guzzling motherfucking car where they could live off of so they could sit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people people maneuver to survive because that's what we do. We survive. That's yeah. what animals do. They survive. Yeah. So you're asking a whole hell of a lot from people who don't have the resources at times that need to get to the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to struggle to get to the, to the like, we, we could go green. In, a, in, in maybe a decade or two, right? But we have the resources and we've worked hard enough to be able to do that. But like, we, you have to be understanding 
about that. And then second, which actually was your first point, was the border thing was kind of a, they made it kind of a thing with his base. But I think that like he's fought so hard that politically really it panned out his way because even though he didn't get what he wanted, that's a political point. Like you said, hey, I did everything I could. Yeah. And they literally wouldn't budge. And and that some about that that's kind of crazy is is uh, Ann Coulter was saying that that point is only going to go over with like the dumb people in his base, but I don't think so. I think that's going to like be the 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 general talking point that yeah. that like he did try, he did try, and yeah. and let's and let's be honest, he did. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't think that's just only dumb people are going to see it that way. I think a lot of people are going to see it that way. And, and I also think that, like, and, and, I, and I forget where I read this from. Sometimes you read so much that you don't even, it could have been The Art of War. It could have been, like, some that Mac, Machiavelli wrote or or 48 Laws of Power. Somewhere in between those, like, war strategy books and, like, political books, they say that, like, too much change fast doesn't bode well for the leader. Like, right? So, like, for example... Obamacare that was quick and it wasn't wasn't it didn't pan out well no so in in the history books you kind of have to understand that sometimes you have to smooth things out and I'm not saying that Trump was not willing to put the wall but like that's where you got to Paul Ryan was just, oh this is this is yeah I I, I don't I don't know because scared polit- politicians again they're salesmen every politician that you could think and so the way you look at it is how do I ease this in how do I ease this in so free it's so easy for you to say like oh he should have built the wall the first day he was there but I mean it's politics here too yeah so so it's not it's not that easy but well yeah. that's our episode for this week thank you guys so much for listening the show continues to grow because you guys keep sharing it so please continue to do so. We're on all major podcast platforms. And if you want to listen to some really good hip hop, check out Audio Apes on all major music platforms. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.